I just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. Great to have you. If you know anything about the Christian world and fiction, uh, fact fiction, I don't know, we'll talk about that, but you know the name <laughs> Jonathan Kahn. Uh, fascinating. Uh, I'm always interested in what he's talking about, uh, and I'm excited to have him on the program today. And he has a, a book that is already just out of the starting gate, you know, uh, leading the pack. It's called The Josiah Manifesto. Subtitles The Ancient Mystery and Guide for the End Times. And it's funny because anytime I do a program on this topic, <laughs> it just it lights people up. And, you know, it, so it, people are interested. And that's that's why I enjoy talking about it. And uh, Jonathan, it's great to have you here. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Great to be with you, Randy. So, I think this is the first time. Uh, yeah. I mean, you've been here at the studio, uh, but I yeah. think my dad was interviewing it, you then because. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. You know, that's that's what happens. When, when he's like, Jonathan Kahn's here? Oh, I'm doing those shows. It's like, <laughs> well, that's good, yeah. It was, so, it, was a, it was a blessing to be with you guys. Oh, uh, and, and it's look forward to doing it again. But um, let, let's talk about this latest book. Congratulations on its early success. I'm not, I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> but what, what gives sort of the underlying premise and storyline here, and then we'll talk about some of the details. Yeah, I would say with the Josiah Manifesto, I would say that I would put it this way: What if, what if the Lord was revealing where we are, um, where we're going, where America is, where we are prophetically, where where we are, what the future holds, and how to get ready, how to be ready for really what's happening to the culture, what's happening to the church, how to prevail, how to survive, um, and what if what we were go what we've been going through, there is a there is a mystery from the Bible a template from the Bible that actually uh, speaks of these things down to the, you know, the, the events that are happening, down to the timing of the events. The Josiah Manifesto is opening that up, and it's really already, you know, I've written many, you know, this is the eighth book I've written, and this one is kind of taking people on a prophetic kind of mystery uh, a tour, if I could say it that way, um, where it's opening up all these things that all come together. When they come together, they're opening up what the a template a blueprint a guide of how really how we are to live now how we are to pro, uh, prevail and how we are to uh, uh, actually prosper and even protect our families how do we live in these days and so it, it is uh, the last hundred pages are the manifesto which is really which i believe are the keys for every believer for this for this moment um the first part of it is are the mysteries that lead to it so just, just from a style standpoint, I'm curious because I have not seen the book. Uh, and, right. and, and some of your other ones, you know, you, you take sort of a, a fictional scenario to walk people through some truths, uh, which yes. I, 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 I'm i actually a big fan of that style. What, now, is this that type of, is there a storyline, a plot line, or are you simply presenting mm -hmm. things and applying them today? Yeah, you know you know what, Randy, I think uh, out of the books, out of the eight books I've written, um, four of them, are done through a storyline and so fiction as you said it's using fiction but it's really not fiction it's using fiction to convey like as a delivery system to reveal that's starting with a harbinger um mm -hmm. this one is is straight okay. you know um yeah. i think that i think 
The next one will be, but then, I, but then I think the one after that is going to be back to that. So it depends what I'm led to. You know, Renny, when I first wrote The Harbinger, um, I wrote it straight out, nonfiction. And then I, I was led, I believe, very strongly by the Lord saying, he's rewrite the whole thing. <laughs> and now, now put a story in it because you, you're going to reach more people. You know, because the harbinger is a very heavy thing. You know, you're going to reach more people, like as the Lord used parables and those exactly. things. So, in, in, you know, he just, he interrupted. I, and I had to write the whole the whole thing again. But but the whole story came to me like in an hour. <laughs> and then when I started writing it that way, it wrote itself. It was the easiest thing I ever did with a man called a prophet and a man called Noriel. It just wrote itself. So it all de it depends on the subject, you yeah. know. But I, but I it's exactly the case. I write both ways. Yeah, and uh, you know I I love that stuff. It's like Jesus was trying to explain something deep to his disciples, and he's like, okay, look, there was a man. He had two <laughs> sons, <laughs> you know. And yeah. you just go, okay, and we start to get it. And, and there's layers and layers of meaning when when you yes. tell it that way. So I love I love it as a as a instructional device and also something we can remember but yeah so for this one uh why josiah well it's all going to lead to that i believe that the lord is actually leading to that that we are at a just we're at a josiah moment and that is um and all these kind of mysteries that are going to open up in it are going to all converge with this one man um and the you know the josiah moment is where a nation and you know josiah came when, when a nation that had known God had turned away from God and it was ready for, it was actually heading to judgment. It was very late. And God called Josiah to literally alter the course, at least mm. for a time. He, he One man mm. came revival. And so there, there are many reasons as we get into the mysteries that are all pointing to this being this Josiah moment. And therefore that Josiah holds, the, holds these keys. Like, how did he do it? How did he live in an apostate culture and yet yet really not only not get affected by it but he literally transformed it so how do we now we're in that we're in a similar culture how do we do it you know you know so there are keys from that moment and in history that we are that are for us now i believe and there's keys specifically in josiah about really how to overcome and not just overcome but literally touch your world yeah you know and nothing new under the sun right i mean these these truths the i mean you go all the way back to the garden and what we see, I mean, it just repeats it's, itself in, in human history over and over. So I get that. Now, you've got a bunch of these mysteries, uh, and, and we're not going to cover them all. People are just going to have course. to get the book to enjoy them. Uh, and, and, and I'll open it up to you, but i got to ask you about one. Okay. <laughs> uh, and that is uh, January 6th and Donald Trump. Oh, okay. You got it. <laughs> I mean, let's get, oh, let's okay. get right to the controversy, right? Okay. Well, you know, you know what? You know what, Randy? Anything you do with me is pretty much going to be controversy, but, <laughs> but certainly that is. Okay. All right. There's there's a there's a mystery in the Bible, and I talk about the templates. How God really is a God who, as you said, th you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Well, things repeat, and also God uses things to show us. And the thing is, there is a template. I, I wrote a book a while back called The Paradigm which is that behind the even the leaders of our time, there are these templates or these prototypes from the Bible. They're actually following without, not, not consciously following, but it follows. And so, and, and these things have not stopped since I wrote the book, they've been coming true. And that's why actually in the Josiah Manifesto, several of the things, uh, the mysteries starting from the Harbinger that have started, haven't stopped, are all kind of coming home or converging. So the thing with Donald Trump, the, the template is Jehu. And Jehu was a man who was wild, 
you know, you read him in the Bible. He was, he was, he was unpredictable. You never knew what he was going to say next. He fought with everybody. Talk, you know, think about Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I, I'm convinced, you know, that in the original Hebrew, it says that Jehu had a Twitter account, but I can't prove it. So I'm not going there. <laughs> so the thing is that, so Jehu he comes at a time when the nation's falling away from God. God raises up this man. He's unlikely. And no, and actually, we don't even know where Jehu was at with God, you mm. know, but he was used by God. And the same with Trump. And so, Jay, so Jehu starts this race to the throne. The Bible says it was insane, an insane race. Um, he and so Donald Trump has his race. Jehu makes a um, makes a an alliance with the religious conservatives of his land in order to take the throne. So did Donald Trump. He mm. made an alliance with the religious conservatives of the land. Yeah, Actually, Jehu asked one of them, you know, one of these religious conservatives to become his partner in the race. And so it's exactly what happened with Donald Trump. He asked Pence, and it's exactly. And then, if that's not enough, he ends up, Jehu is ending up, before he can take the throne, he has to beat an opponent. And the opponent is the nation's former first lady. So now think about Donald Trump. Seriously. Think about the election. You had Hill, and so it was the nation's former first lady. And the thing is, you'll you'll see this, but not but not only that. Let me just say about that, Jezebel. Okay, and I'm and I'm not making a comment about Hillary Clinton, but <laughs> Jezebel. But Hillary Clinton was on the national stage for 22 years with her husband from uh, from one time he was governor to the time the end of his presidency. Then on her own, she was in public office for 12 years, and then she ran for president for two years. So it's 14 years. So 22 years on her own, 14 years. I mean, 22 years, you know, 14 years on her own. Jezebel was on the national stage with her husband for 22 years with her husband on her own 14 years. Seriously. The exact same, exact same. And so when all, all the polls were saying that, that you know, Hillary Clinton was going to win, the paradigm in the Bible said that, no, no, the, the one who follows in the footsteps of Jehu is going to win. So Jehu, Trump wins, and Jehu has, a, has a, an agenda to go to the capital city. You know what it was, Randy? It was to drain the swamp, basically. That's what it was. So you have Donald Trump. Now, there's much more, but let me, let me go to January 6th. Uh, at one point in the template, Jehu calls for people to come in assembly to come to the capital city. So Donald Trump does that as well. Jehu's people in that template surround a great capital building. Donald Trump's people, or some of them, surround this great Capitol building, the Capitol building. Mm -hmm. In the template in the Bible, there are proceedings going on in that Capitol building at the time, and so in January 6th. But then the people of Jehu, in the in the template, they lay, they storm the Capitol building. So they enter the Capitol building while there are proceedings going on. So January 6th, they go inside the same exact way. And there's so much to this, but I'll tell you one thing, and this is not getting political and it's not passing judgment on it, but one one thing, and that is that that on the week of January 6th, the Capitol Police announced how many people they arrested on site, and they made headlines. And they said, we have arrested 80 people, 80 people, headlines. If you go to the Bible in Jehu, it says in the Hebrew, the number of people who went into the temple was 80 people. Seriously. The exact same number. And this is very significant because Jehu, think about this, Randy. Jehu was the one who pulled down the Temple of Baal. The Temple of Baal was linked to child sacrifice or abortion. Mm. You know, in our in our in our terms, it's abortion. Mm. But they lifted up their children. Jehu came against it. And so what it says is no matter what you think of Donald Trump, he's a Jehu, he's gonna end up being instrumental 
in pulling down America's Temple of Baal, which is Roe versus Wade, where 60 million children have been killed. He was instrumental, but that's exactly what the paradigm said. So, and the things I just told you were the, the, the template was in the book, The Paradigm, but it came true years after. It came true now, and that's why it's in the Josiah Manifesto. That, that kind of stuff is just wild. So now yeah. I'm going to have to go read First and Second Kings again. Yes, looking, you got it. Looking a little bit differently. Yeah. So here's here's a question. My uh, former pastor uh, liked to say, kind of pounded it in my head in a good way, that there, when you come to Scripture, there's um, one correct interpretation, but there are many applications. Uh, and what, I don't know if you agree with that or not, but so when we look at the story of Jehu in in the Bible, I mean, there's there's really only one correct way to read it, and it's fairly literal, you know. But now the application that you're drawing from that um, is is rooted in the truth, and and I, yeah. I see your application. And there's oh, no yeah. disagreement there. How do we know what? is the correct application as we go forward? Well, a few things. I mean, I, I would put it in a way that there's one, um, you know, there's one, there's the literal and the absolute and the first meaning, which is that. Right. With Jehu, it's what happened. I right. mean, it's simply the cat. But then also in the Bible, there are things that not only they have that one, that one, that meaning, but that some have a prophetic meaning as well. Some are foreshadows, you know, right, you know, right. like in Isaiah, a child will be born. Well, there's more to it than one thing. So, but, but they're both, true. but, but so the thing is that what, what I would say is that in this one, and I just gave you a taste of it. And it's a great question. I gave a taste that if I, if I went through the whole thing, it's that almost virtually every leader in the last half century, quarter century has <laughs> follows this exact template. And in, and to the exact, when I gave the thing about how long they're on the, on the throne or on, and that's, that's the same thing with each one of them. So mm. I think it's to watch, you know, watch where it goes, but keep, I would say just keeping in mind this, this template has gone continuously um, and it, it may very well continue. And I don't, I'm not dogmatic to say God has to continue it or continue but yeah. it does say kind of it kind of shows you where it kind of gives clarity about where things are and where the issues are. Um, and so I, I would just I would take it to heart to say it could be like, could this this paradigm give us some give us a possible um, leading as to the next election? Perhaps it could. There are things in there, but I'm not being dogmatic about it. But the fact is, it's very interesting. And I would take I think for the future, I would take it. I would take it. I would hold, I would keep that in mind is what I would yeah, say yeah, yeah. and then see what happens. So <laughs> following the uh, pattern of Jehu, did, uh, do we have any idea what's going to happen in a year, in uh, um, two, a month, two months? We're almost, yeah. Could, could you be speaking about a, a possible election well, yeah, there yeah. maybe? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's interesting. Um, you know, and again, I am, I am never dogmatic because I don't use it to do that for, for that reason. Um, but it is interesting, you know, Jay, I, I will just, this is a, this is, this is a, I'll just throw this out. I don't normally throw this out, but since we're, since nobody's listening, I mean, I don't mean that Thanks. since we're, since we're, <laughs> since it's just you and me talking, of course, it's not you and me talking. It's all people listening. Just, um, yeah. I'll tell you that confidentially. Um, the interesting, just an interesting thing. It doesn't have to be, but Jay, who was on the national stage for 28 years now, now Trump's been on the national stage because he's not a politician. He's been in all different ways. Right, right. But it, just one interesting thing to note is that if he, you know, 28 was the last year of, of Jehu's reign, his 28th year. If Trump does get reelected, if he does, his last year will be the year 2028. So it would match with Jehu. So, but I'm not being dogmatic, but right. here's a little scoop here. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I, I did... 
Why do you, okay, so the, the whole numbers thing, this is not in my cheat sheet of questions. I'm just curious because I know you understand it way better than I do. You get into numerology, things get weird, but yet you can't deny in scripture that there are these, there's many significant meanings and numbers. And of course, the Hebrew language, every word has a value and, and yeah. it's very interesting to me, but yet it's also, I'm a little nervous about yeah. it. What is, what's yeah. going on with the whole numbers thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say a few things. I'm also wary about it. I mean, I mean, I mean when you, when we talk about numerology, of course, or if you talk about gematria, which is the Hebrew word for that every, every letter has. Yeah. And by the way, in English, you could also say every letter has, you know, A is one and B, you know, except in Hebrew, it's even more so. But, yeah. but what I'm saying is that, but you have to be careful because what does that mean? Does that mean that, that, you know, because one thing, you, you know, God says, God so loved the world, he gave his only son. That's what we want to look at. Now, if I look at the letters, I don't know what it's going to come out to. So <laughs> I'm careful about gematria, but what, but the, the kind of the numbers that I deal with, like in, in the Josiah Manifesto, are where things happen on the exact dates. I mean, yeah. which God does in the Bible. Things happen exactly, or things happen. I'll, I'll give you an example, okay? And I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about if that's okay. The what happened with the with the COVID, the last few years of COVID, and and what the Bible says about a plague, and also says about something that a nation does. The Bible says if a nation, you know, if if a nation kills its children. Mm. If it sheds the blood of its children, mm -hmm. it's going to come back. I don't care. You can't kill 60 million children and not come back. Yeah. And one of the way, and Jeremiah actually says that. He, he says that that one of the ways it's going to come back. He says he actually gives. He gives. He says in Hebrew, "Dever Gadol," which means a great plague. That's one of the. We know pestilence is one of the things that can be a judgment. Now mm -hmm. I'm not talking about everybody, every individual, but I'm talking about a civilization. Well, the interesting, the other interesting thing is that the Lord talk, talks. He uses the jubilee. The jubilee is the fiftieth year. That's when things get reversed. It's not always. It's not always a blessing. Sometimes it could be a judgment. Everything gets reversed. When did America begin shedding the blood of its children? It wasn't Roe versus Wade. It was in 1970 when abortion on demand be, entered. So, what's the jubilee of that? You know, Randy, the jubilee is 2020. Mm -hmm. Anything happen? 2020, another death comes on America. Okay, and when you look at the exact date that abortion began its entrance, it, it, it was on the continent. It was actually January 20th, 1970, when the bill came up in New York that was the first one that's going to start abortion. January 20th. Go 50 years later to January 20th, 2020. Anything happen? That's the official day that this plague of COVID enters the land. Hmm. 50 years to the exact date. You want, I'll, I'll give you another, and by the way, that's just one. It keeps going. It keeps, everything is 50 years to the day. I'll give you another another thing. And, and again, I want to say very clear, it's not about individuals. It's about, but here's the thing. Jeremiah said, what you did to the children is going to be matched, matched by, uh, by death that comes upon you. Well, the, the question is, how many children died in that first, that initial period from 1970 when abortion began till 1973 when Roe versus Wade? The answer is 1.3 million. When you go 50 years later, you have another three-year period. It's a three-year period of a plague that brought death. Mm. How many people died in that? 1.3 million matches exactly the number of children. Now, anybody, you can say what you want with it, but it, what I'm saying is that every single thing matches that precisely. And so we have to take notice, because the Bible actually says this is a principle. Of, of God. Hmm. So the fact is, yeah, so that, that, I mean, it's exact, uh, Randy. I mean, and I just gave a little taste of it, but it is, it's one after the next. Because that 
people that died from COVID or with COVID? Because I know the numbers were all over the place. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, actually, it's actually it's the official CDC. CDC well, the, the official numbers of it's called. They make it. They they do a blanket which is excess death, which yeah, basically right. covers death. covers that covers and even those things. That, yeah, that's the better number. The, that's the better number. Yeah, the excess yeah. excess deaths because that's a, that's yeah. a truer number. Uh, yeah, it is a truer number, and but it matches exactly. I mean, and both and the other the other number is also from the CDC. Hmm. So yeah. a proportion. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. We could, we could keep going. I mean, we got we got oh, a bunch there, more yeah. here, but we're not gonna. I want to show you guys a couple things. Uh, this is the book, the Josiah Manifesto that we're talking about. We're just yeah, scratching the surface. Yeah, Jonathan's <laughs> got his copy right there. I also want to show you guys his website right here. Uh, this is hopeoftheworld.org, uh, and and one of the, that's Jonathan Kahn's ministry. He also leads Beth Israel to Jerusalem Center in Wayne, New Jersey. If you guys happen to be up in the Jersey area, I don't know where Wayne is. I'm not a my what. I have some, I have a, some New Jersey connections, but I don't it's know. A, it's a, it's about 20 minutes outside of New York city. Okay. Um, it's in the suburbs, but it's about 20 minutes outside. That's where the congregation is. Yeah. Right. And hope of the world is the outreach. Hope of the world.org is the outreach all over. Um, and if it's okay, just to say that people, we just touched, you know, but people can get the just, it's everywhere. Literally. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. you can get online all that. Even Walmart has it, but it's literally everywhere. But I pray that people get it, not just for themselves, but for people in their lives. Cause even if they don't believe in God, these are the kind of things that are, whoa, but also, you know, the whole thing leads to what do we do? Is God actually giving us a template about what we need to do? And that's for believers, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's where I wanted to end. And by the way, Judy says she likes the large print edition. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> that's good. I think I'm, I think I, I, I'm going to have to write in large print now. <laughs> right. uh, we get there hey, he, at the end of the day, you know, yes. we, we look at all these things. Uh, I mean, the, the name of your organization, Hope of the World. Yeah. Uh, what what hope do you have? Yeah, uh, you know, you know, Randy. Even you know, I'm known for like, you know, like, you know, giving things that are that have warning in them. <laughs> right, you know, and right. these mysteries. You know, but every book I've written, I believe. I mean, every book I've written ends with hope. This one has more of it than ever because the again, the last third of it is all exact, precisely hope. You know, on the cover of the book, you know, just I'll just say I'm just saying instead of seeing it, this is a broken this is an altar that's broken. Mm. And you know, at Randy, you know, the 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 biggest altar we had in America, a, a horrible altar, was Roe versus Wade, on which millions of children were sacrificed. Mm. You know, that's like the ancient days. Mm. Well, God broke it. You know, we know it's not the end of the story, but it's the beginning. But God broke it. In the Bible, the broken altar is actually a, a very important biblical sign, and that's what manifested. When it broke, you know, you know, the sign of revival back then wasn't a gospel tent meeting, which is great, but it was a broken altar. When mm. they had revival, they broke the altars the, of the gods, mm. you know. And so this is a, so the so the, to answer your question, you know, we're at a, a, a I said Josiah moment. This all points to Josiah. He's linked to the broken altar, and that is that that on one hand, it's a nation that's racing away from God, and and we know that leads that doesn't that doesn't end well. That leads to judgment in whatever form. So on one hand, you got we're on the, we have a you have judgment on one side. On the other hand, you have the chance. You know, for Josiah, God was saying, "I'm giving you a last chance for revival." And I believe this sign, God is saying, "I am giving you a last chance for revival." But the thing is, the the key here is what you know how to do it. What Josiah did is one man because he was uncompromised. He was totally sold out for God. He literally changed the course of his nation. Mm -hmm. And that is what we have the power to do in God 
you know, you know, even if we're heading to judgment, we still have a role and a calling and a chance and people to get saved. You know, that is still that is where we are. And so when you look at Josiah, you see all, you know, by the way, Randy, in Josiah's time, they were they they were, were filled with sexual immorality. They had the issue of gender confusion in, yeah. in Josiah's yeah, they time. They, they had the issue of, you know, of killing their children. So it, we are in the Josiah moment. Yet that didn't stop him. It didn't it didn't hinder him. He wasn't intimidated. He wasn't silent. He, you know, many churches are, but he was not. And he, God will use the one who will stand for him, uncompromised, all out. God will use that one. And this is a call to become that one. This is, you know, a lot of, a lot of people fear the end times, you know, said, oh, now, you know, what's happening? Or listen, however we define it, let me put it. They, <laughs> they, they, they fear where we are. Well, listen, God puts you where you are. God yeah. put Josiah where he was. Yeah. We are born for it. So, so this could be the most exciting time. You know, when the dark gets darker, it, the, the lights get brighter. That's right. And that's what God wants. Book of Acts. That's what he wants. You know, the book of Acts, they didn't have a Christian culture. They had an anti-Christian pagan culture. Mm -hmm. We got it too, you know, too. So listen, let's become that. And that's what this book is opening up. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Oh, man. I, you know, you read Romans 1, it reads like today in America. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's, exactly. it, it's like, I mean, you know, we're, we're not... We're not the same people, but people are the same, you know, and, That's right. and, and God's plan for redemption is the same. That's right. The issues are the same and the answer is the same and the, the call is the same. same. That's right. And, you know, listen, we're living in biblical. People say, I wish I lived in Bible times. Congratulations. You do. You're in Bible <laughs> times. Let's do it. You know, that's why I wrote the book. That's why I was very strongly to lead the book. Actually, actually, Randy, the last time I was with you, when I was with you guys, it was the return of the gods. Uh -huh. The day that I finished the return of the gods, the day that I finished, because some people say, well, that's scary. The day I finished is when the Lord said, you have to write, this is what you have to write now to give the hope. So that's, that's, that's how it happened. This is kind of a sequel to the return of the gods. Love it. Love it. All right. People that want to follow you, uh, get a hold of you. I, I put the website up, uh, put it up again, hope of the world.org. What else you got going on? Yeah, we're on fa uh, Facebook. I'm on you know, all the time and, and YouTube. I put stuff, Jonathan on YouTube. I put stuff on all the time. So I'm, I don't even know how they do it, but I'm all over there. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I mean, much is happening. I'm all over the place, as you know. Um, and, uh, you know, and I'm working on the next book now. <laughs> so, so, which, uh, you know, should I give you an advance on that one? Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. man. It's going to, yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be um, the sequel to the return of the gods. Okay. Yeah, well, I thought you just said this was the sequel to the. This is, or is this no, part yes, but that one. Yes, this is the sequel. This is you're no, you're very. This is the sequel with the answer to the Return of the Gods. Uh -huh. The next one's going to be like the Return of the Gods two. Well, okay, all right. Well, <laughs> we'll, 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 I'll be busy because I haven't gotten a chance to read this one. Uh, but I'm okay. looking forward to. And by the way, if you guys watching, you know we we didn't even get to some things. He talks about. Um, Mysterious objects in New York and DC. Yep. Amy Coney Barrett, the summer of yep. rage. So, yep. lots of good things to look forward to. When you yep. pick up the book. Yep. All, all, I'll just say all those things that happened. There was actually an ancient calendar. But what happened in America? It's amazing. But yeah, yeah, we touched on it. But that's good. You know, we, we gave people a taste of it. Yeah. Well, we just we, we don't have all day here. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I appreciate you spending some time with us today. Uh, thank you. Oh, thank very, you. very, very interesting. Yeah. I, well, I will say this. I mean, you know, we have, we have lots of great guests come through here and th that's great. When you come through here, I always go home like thinking about it, like for days. <laughs> and oh, I wow. love that about this. So. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Listen, Gary, that, that's the best thing for me to hear, you know, um, and, but do read it, you know, next time we'll, we'll talk we'll be, before I write the next one, but yeah, but that, that means everything. That's what it's about. Yeah. Appreciate it. I appreciate you guys watching. Hit that share button. My goodness. Uh, and you can pick up the Josiah <laughs> Manifesto. 
wherever you get books. Looks just like this. And if you haven't liked, follow, and subscribe, please do that. You'll get notification of more fun interviews. We'll see you again next time here on Life Today Live. And truth will be on the throne for a day. Sunday is coming.